Happy Friday. Welcome to Afternoons Live with Tyler Axness. I'm Gretchen Dobrovich. I'm filling in for Tyler on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. We've got a great afternoon planned for you. While the weather is nice outside, I don't know, nice. It sounds like it's going to be a little wet out there. We're going to start talking about preparing for the cold weather, which we know is going to start blowing across the plains pretty soon. And I'm really excited. Our first guest this afternoon is Senator Rob Kupak. Who better to start with than a weatherman? So, uh, Rob, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Or should I say Senator? My apologies. Oh. You can just call me Rob. That works just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get started about uh, cold, talking about cold weather and preparing for it, we've got a little football action going on this weekend. I hear that you're headed to a, an exciting but also somewhat unusual game. Where are you headed to? I am on my way to Brookings, South Dakota, where my university at Albany, Great Danes, are going to play SDSU in the semifinals for the football championship. Woohoo! How often do the Great Danes come out here to the Midwest? Uh, they played NDSU uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, they were like that early season blood donor game. Uh, it was very one sided. Uh, since then, uh, they have gotten obviously much better, uh, and they have never advanced this far in the playoff. Uh, when I was at school there, they were still a Division three school, uh, so they made the jump from three to one uh, in the 90s. Well, go Great Danes and uh, Bison heading out to Missoula th- uh, this weekend, so let's hope it's a good uh, weekend for all of us. Yes, and then what would happen is that the Danes, would meet the Frisco. That would be crazy. <laughs> that, that would be. That would be. The Danes against the Bison. Oi, let's see what, let's let's hope that it happens. Absolutely. Let's, yeah, 100%. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, so as you're traveling south, is it starting to sprinkle? It is. Uh, I can't tell if it's drizzling or just road spray. Uh, you know, it's kind of foggy. Uh it is kind of unusual that, you know, uh, I'm concerned I'm going to a football game in December. I'm concerned it might get rained on tonight. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also kind of weird that it's warm enough that it can rain this time of year. Uh, so, right. Yeah. yeah, it does seem kind of uh, when I was, you know, kind of picking topics of, you know, what should we talk about on a Friday afternoon? Um, hey, it's North Dakota. Let's talk about the weather. And it is unseasonably warm. Uh, thank you, El Nino, for that. Uh, but we have to start planning uh, for the cold weather. And as those of us that um, born and raised or tra- transplants to the upper Great Plains, that Arctic air starts blowing across the prairie and it gets awful cold. And there's we, we can't always plan for everything that's going to happen. And being able to heat your home and keep your electricity on is vital to surviving winters in the upper Great Plains. And I wanted to have you on this afternoon, uh, one, to talk about the Great Danes, but also um, to talk about Minnesota's cold weather rule. Um, what Could you tell us what Minnesota's cold weather rule is? Sure. It uh, basically starts in October. It ends in the middle of April. And basically what it is is if you, for whatever reason, cannot make your utility payments 
uh, the ones that keep the heat on in your house, uh, you cannot be disconnected from your utility. So they have to keep you hooked up during that time uh, so that you, you, know, you can keep the heat on, so that you can stay warm. You do have to get yourself on a payment plan. Uh, that's part of the stipulation around it. But basically the utility can't just, uh, you know, unplug you uh, in the dead of winter and leave you uh, without any heat. Yeah, uh, and what a great in this part of the this part of the world to have uh, something in place like that. And um, hearing that, uh, oftentimes I hear people say, "Well, they can't shut your power off in the winter, so at least we'll be warm." But in North Dakota, on this side of the river, we don't have anything in place that says that your utilities that keep the heat on can't be cut off. Um, so. Looking to what Minnesota has done and seeing the piece that you do have to come up with some sort of a payment plan, um, I think is really important because it's not that you get free heat in Minnesota. It's that you can't be cut off, but um, you do have to still pay for that heat during that time. Um, So how long do you know how long Minnesota's had this rule in place? Yeah, I went back and I, I looked because I was like, it seems like it's been a long time. Uh, so it was 2007 uh, that they put the statute in place. They made a few revisions, but uh, nobody's really touched anything on that statute uh, in a few years. Uh, and there are, it is, no matter what your income level is, they can't cut you off. But if you are uh, below 50% of the median uh, average income in Minnesota, uh, then there are certain other stipulations that kick in. But basically, anybody that, that goes on this, you do have to come up with a plan to pay it off. That's really nice to hear that there aren't income guidelines for it uh, because life is so unpredictable. Um, you could have an illness. You could lose your job. You natural disaster. I mean, there's so many things that can happen that even if you've been able to pay for the heat to keep the lights on, keep things going. Um, life is just unpredictable. So uh, kudos to uh, whoever put that in that it you, it isn't based on your income. It's based on your need. Right. Because the other thing is you could have a fairly decent income, but we know a lot of middle class people that are still, even though they're middle class, they're living paycheck to paycheck and you are just one terrible accident, terrible diagnosis away from maybe not having any income coming in very quickly. Absolutely. And and it always seems to, you know, those things happen at a time when you've probably got other things going on as well. And so what a great peace of mind for the people of Minnesota to know that, yep, I'm going to have to pay for it, but at least in the middle of the crisis, I don't have to. Right. And then hopefully, you know, whatever the crisis is, you get over it, you're back on your feet. Uh, and you can work out some kind of delayed payment plan, you know, through the summer where the utility bills traditionally aren't as high. And um, this program, you you said that it's pretty much started, went into law, nobody's really touched it, supported by the utility companies in the sense of they support the idea of we don't want any of our friends, family, neighbors to be out in the cold in Minnesota as well? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I don't know when it was, when it went in. I can imagine there might have been some consternation in 2007, just knowing how, uh, you know, after one year in the legislature, seeing how that all worked. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, it seems like it's worked pretty well. And, and the utilities, there is a requirement to 
that, you know, in the fall, they have to send out a little notice, uh, either electronically and on your bill, just to say, hey, just remember, this is in place. Uh, the cold weather rule kicks in, and, you know, we can't shut your utilities off. Wonderful. A little bit later on the show, uh, we're going to have someone from West Central Community Action's Energy Assistance Program on to talk about for those folks that um, it took took advantage of, took advantage is probably not the good word, a good word to use, but utilized uh, Minnesota's cold weather rule to make it through the winter um, with their heat on, but then after winter find themselves maybe a little short on being able to make those payment back payments, um, what kind of assistance is available to, to eligible folks? Yeah, and, you know, and the other thing we're, we're looking at is ways to help, to help people winterize, you know, their, their houses, to help them reduce their utility bill so that maybe they won't be so reliant on this. And particularly, you know, people who live in mobile homes, uh, in the winter, those can be really tough to insulate. Some of the older models in particular are not in great shape, not, you know, equipped to handle what comes our way in the winter. So I know that's, you know, one of the other housing areas that we're looking at uh, of trying to help people out. Yeah, and, and that, that struggle is real. I, My husband and I, we live in a house that's older than both of us, and uh, on really cold nights, uh, <clears throat> especially when it's windy, the, you know, the windows are need to be replaced. And so even when you're in a home, uh, you're you're not completely protected from from winter unless you've completely winterized your home. Yeah, so I have an old house uh, of the previous owner back in the 1980s, blew insulation into the walls. And uh, every winter, uh, you know, I give him a little thank you for doing that. <laughs> God bless good homeowners. Um, Rob, we're going to keep you on, and we're going to go to a break now. Welcome back to Afternoons Live with Tyler Axness. I'm Gretchen Dobrovich filling in for Tyler on the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. If you want to join us this afternoon in our conversation, you can call us on the studio line at 701-237-5948, sponsored by Laney's. Or you can call text us at the KFGO Text Club at 35270. And the discussion this afternoon is preparing for the cold. It's warm enough that it's starting to sprinkle and, and drizzle a little bit out there, which is unusual for this time of year, but we all know what's coming um, down the road. And so we're talking this afternoon about how to prepare, particularly in emergencies for when it gets cold out. And our first guest, um, Senator Rob Kupak, is join, has joined, is joining us this afternoon. And we're talking about Minnesota's cold weather rule. And there's this kind of pervasive myth that I've heard for many years that your power can't be shut off, your heat can't be shut off during the winter. And that is not actually the case everywhere in the United States. But Minnesota, um, their legislature back in, I and correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, 07, 08? Yeah, 07, I think. Uh, uh, 07 said, you know what? It gets real cold here, and we're going to keep keep people in, in heat to make it through the winters in Minnesota, and we're going to put a rule in place that your power can't be shut off um, if, if it powers your heat during the winter and it doesn't mean you don't have to pay for it. You still have to pay for it. You have to enter into a, 
uh, a payment plan uh, with your uh, provider, um, but it does mean that you're not going to freeze. Kids aren't going to freeze. Pets aren't going to freeze. Um, you're going to keep warm during the winter. And uh, so, Rob, how how do how does that play out for folks um, in terms of there's this rule in place? Uh, we are going to have folks from programs talk about it, but is it something through the state? Is it do they work with their providers? Um, you know, we'll have somebody talk about those details, but just from like a 3,000 foot level, what does that look like for residents of Minnesota? Sure. I, the way I understand it is that, you know, the provider of the utility, um, when somebody is behind, you know, has to give, will actually still give them basically, you know, a cutoff notice. Um, and if they get that cutoff notice, they can then, you know, contact the utility and, and, you know, invoke this, like, this cold winter rule to say I can't get cut off. If by chance they did not take that step, the utility must, and then, you know, they cut them off, the utility must turn it back on within 24 hours if they get notified by the person that, hey, uh, you know, I qualify for this, here's why I can't pay my utility bill, and turn it back on. So it's not, it's not an automatic that they won't cut you off. Uh, but, you know, they have to give you notification. And then if you invoke, you know, the cold weather rule, uh, then they have to work with you, you know, to make a payment plan. All right. Th- thanks for that information. So we're we're getting down to the end of this segment. So you okay if we switch back to a little football? Sure. <laughs> so what's your predict? So what's your prediction for the game? How the great, great Dane's going to do? Uh, you know, they have, uh, they have, surprised me at every moment. Um, you know, I watched the game last week on TV in Idaho, and I thought, wow, you know, they've done so well. Uh, but Idaho is, you know, a formidable opponent. Um, and, you know, they did. They were behind a lot of the game in Idaho uh, and then came back and held them off. Uh, so they've got, a, they've got a quarterback who can really swing it. I mean, he had made, he made some really long, very precision passes that I was, quite amazed at i'm like wow so um you know i i don't know i'm not i don't have any illusions i'm going in you know sdsu is a really good football team uh you know my hope is uh we just stay competitive and have a good game (laughs) yeah yeah bison we found out what a great football team they've got this year but really (laughs) hoping that the great danes and the bisons are going to be playing each other uh at the next game down in frisco where I don't think they really ever have to worry about cold weather down there like we do. Yes and no. I mean, they, you know, it can get cold around the Dallas area. Not oh, not North Dakota, Minnesota cold, but it gets cold. And the other thing is, a lot of their infrastructure, as we know from, you know, when they had that cold outbreak down there, they are not set up to handle it. No. Uh, so those, those, those times when it does get cold, they're not ready for it. No, absolutely they are not. Well, thank you, Senator Kupek, so much for joining us this afternoon on Afternoons Live and and talking cold weather preparedness with me. Um, Good luck to you and your great Danes, and uh, we're going to go to a break now.